talk to you about the power of his resurrection. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The power of his resurrection. What it means to us. Why we here? Where are we going? What is it we must be doing? How do we get to take advantage of this opportunity in order for us to get to enjoy fully the life he has given us? In order for us to experience his promises every day. What does it mean to you when you hear that he has resurrected or he rose from the dead. The Bible says he is the first to be risen from the dead. He is the first. And we ourselves come after him. That is the order. It is Christ and then us. Bible says when God raised him from the dead, we were raised with him. And we are seated together with him. That is something which you need to you need to always remind yourself being seated together with him in heavenly places. What does it mean? How? It says your citizenship is in heaven. How so? When, when you hear such, you need just to even when things are going tough, quickly remind yourself that I do not belong here. I am not governed by the rules of this world. I cannot afford to find myself losing or being defeated when he has given me victory already i cannot i cannot afford to to find myself suffering or living in pain after he has um, died for me and um, all our pains our suffering our sicknesses were laid on him. He was made sin for us who knew no sin. 
so that we ourselves might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He was made sin for us. That must um, be your everyday confession. Let me read you from 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verses 6 to 8. Going back, spiritual wisdom, that is a subheading. We just came from the month of increased wisdom. I do remember that I shared with you the first part of that um, particular chapter up to verse number 5. When you read verses 6 to 8, it says here, However, we, we speak among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages, he has predetermined before creation itself for our glory. How is that for you? Wouldn't you just want to listen to this and, uh, and get to just elevate yourself, be lifted in your spirit? You want to just let it sink into your heart and just begin to rejoice. Can you imagine? He says here, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mission. We we speak the oracles of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God has predetermined before the ages for our glory. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. He says, none of the rulers, no matter how powerful they were, no matter how rich they were, none of the rulers of this age knew this wisdom. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Had they known, the Bible says, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Oh, this is, this is just, this is just, it's just uh, something that is, um, you know, too powerful to can just fathom with a, with a natural man. Had they known, they wouldn't have crucified him. We wouldn't be here as them. They thought that it was done. They thought that it was the end of it. Little did they know that God will raise him from the dead. And you and I will be born 
by them crucifying him. It was for us to receive this life that we now have. They wanted to they wanted to end it there and then. They wanted to silence him. Oh, he could not be. Not even the, the tomb could contain him. It was not it was not possible. How's how is that so? When you when you remove something from the ground, you know there are certain of those plants that sometimes if you extract just you know you just remove the what you see on the ground, you know you just cut the 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 the, the, the branches and you leave the roots. It's only just a matter of time before you come back and find out that it is mushroomed. There is now a lot more than, than what was there at the time when, when, you, when you decided to remove that particular plant from the ground. There is now much more than what was a seed that, 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 that was you know, in your hand. And now there is an opportunity to spread. They made a terrible, terrible mistake. Little did they know that there will be as many of us that will be born, that we cannot be silenced. We cannot find ourselves being silenced. It is not, it is not possible. And that is reason enough for you to be celebrating the life that you have in Christ Jesus. You want to just continue spreading the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Know that God is righteous in everything he does. He is merciful and forgiving. I'll read you from Daniel chapter number 9. The book of Daniel chapter number 9 I'll read you from verse 20 to 27. He says, While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, making my request to the Lord my God for his holy hill, while I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. Hallelujah. While the man was still speaking, while he was still praying, Gabriel, the angel he saw in a vision, came to him. 
and he instructed him he spoke to him that is something that in your prayers in your meditation when you're giving yourself time to meditate on the word of God you must always look forward to it doesn't have to be Daniel maybe you can put your name there if you're spamanja you can spamanja I have now come to give you insight and understanding you give you you, you want to see yourself in it. That this is what he wants um, for you. Insight and understanding. That spiritual wisdom that you need. As soon as you began to pray, he says, a word went out which I have come to tell you. For you are highly esteemed. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. Then he says, Seventy sevens are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. Hallelujah. And then in verse 25, he says, Know and understand this. From the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler, comes, there will be seven, seven sevens and sixty-two sevens. It will be rebuilt with streets and a trench, but in times of trouble. After the 62 servants, the anointed one will be put to death and will have nothing. The people of the ruler who come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end and dissolutions have been decreed. He will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. In the middle of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And then the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes dissolution until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. Hallelujah. Everything that you have just listened to, it was just to say that his work at the cross is finished. Praise God. It is finished. Hallelujah. So, we are here ourselves now. We have a responsibility to carry the work forward. Let us read from John 19 from verse number 28 after this Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished hallelujah after this the Bible says Jesus knowing see that all things 
all things were now accomplished. All things, everything except nothing. He says, seeing this, that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. He said, I thirst. As he was hanging on the cross, you need just to picture this. After they've put that crown of thorns in his hand, they have pierced his side. He was nailed to the cross. His hands have holes and blood everywhere. He was mocked. He was flogged. He was beaten. And crucified just for you. Just, just allow yourself to have this in mind. What he went through. How painful that was. But painful as it was. He willingly gave himself for us. He, he, he knew this, this is what, what, what God had, um, he had, had planned for him. It, it was his will. He, he understood his work. He, he, he let it, he, he allowed it to happen. It's not that, I, I would think that anyone who, who would have known that they, they are about to be, um, you know, um, crucified or let alone be, you know, um, 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 be killed, that they, they may have had an opportunity to, um, to resist or, or something of that sort. But he did all that because he had, he had us in mind. It was in order for you to benefit, to receive. It says, now, it says, now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and then they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on his soap, and put it to his mouth. The, the, how, how, you, how you get to see what was just unfolding, it is something that, you know, it ought to, it ought to leave you being so overwhelmed in your spirit just with grief and, 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 and at the same time you want to rejoice because he has done all this for you. The Bible says in verse number 30, so when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his hand, he, he gave up his spirit. The Bible says he, he gave up, he voluntarily so. He, he let go, he gave up his spirit. It is, it is what we need to always, you know, remind ourselves of. 
to be able to say that indeed the life that you have in Christ Jesus it is something that is that is so invaluable that you cannot you cannot put a price to it you cannot exchange it for anything so be mindful of such and always remember this in whatever it is that you are doing if you read in um, John chapter number 17 from verse 3 to verse 5 verses 3 to 5 the Bible says and this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God and Jesus and Jesus Christ whom you have sent hallelujah praise the Lord he says and this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent your your faith and your hope must always be in Christ you want to just continue to believe and trust in him this life that you have says this is eternal life that they may know you when you have come to know him the bible says you have eternal life you have everlasting life the life you have in christ jesus when you have come to know who God is, truly so, you will continue to enjoy the life he has given you. In verse 4 he says, I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given, you have given me to do. Hallelujah. He says, I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. No wonder he said when he was at the cross, before he gave up his spirit, that it is finished. What is it that is finished? The work he has accomplished for you at the cross, sin is finished death is finished suffering is finished pain is finished lack is finished poverty is finished that spirit of sin and death he says it is finished it is all done away with it no longer applies to you That is why it said that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free. There's a law, there's a new law that you're now operating under. You're not governed by the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Therefore, I am free. 
I need to celebrate my land. I am no longer in bondage. I am no longer suffering. I cannot afford to be in bondage of sin. I cannot afford to find myself living in sin. I cannot afford to find myself suffering for no reason. Any form of, of um, you know, um, anything that is, that is contrary to, to what, what he accomplished for you at the cross, those are things that you can, you can be sure that he has abolished. It is done away with. And that is just for your son. So, know it in your heart that he, his work is indeed finished. He says here, I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O oh Father, glorify me together with your son, with the glory which I had given you before the world was. I'd like you to take some time to read this chapter number 17 for yourself this week and give yourself time to meditate on it. Meditate on it. Just, just read from the beginning of it right to the, to the, last, to the last verse 26. That is, that is a prayer that Jesus Christ has prayed. And I believe that it will help you in what you are going through today. Understand that his resurrection has freed you indeed from any form of suffering, from any addiction and bondage. Romans 6 verses 5 to 7. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Hallelujah. He says, for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. If we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. That is what you need to always remind yourself of so that you are no longer a slave. You know that being in Christ, it is, it is something which you ought to always be, in, be 
um, celebrating or get to remind Yozan of his victory every, every single day that indeed the old man was crucified with him. The old man has now died. You are now a brand new person. This is the new you in Christ. Hallelujah. If you were not as fully persuaded, this is just for you. Because the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is who you are. A man who, whose past no longer exists. You do not want to be in bondage of whatever may have happened before now. If you know that when he was raised from the dead, you were raised together with him, all that will make you to celebrate this day more than ever before. You you think you 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 want to you want to live it for what it is. You want to just you want to just remind yourself of this truth. This is just who you are and um, what he wants you to to understand and be able to celebrate this day and uh, remind yourself of the victories that he has attained for you at the cross. It is important also that you go through that process. The, you know, um, usually we, we uh, call for, you know, a new converts, those who may not have given their lives to Christ, we lead them to salvation. It is the one part of it. Then they, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You still also, you must get to be baptized in water. I'm just reminding you of this because there are those who some have given their lives to Christ maybe three years ago or five years ago, but they were never baptized in the water. And this is one thing that is very important for us to observe because by so doing, it is that final separation from the world that you're pledging your life, you're pledging yourself to God, and you are able to now get to understand that there is something that uh, has happened, that has taken place in your life. First Peter 3. I'll start from verse 13. He says, who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? There must be that yearning in your spirit, that eagerness 
to do good. Always, always have this in mind that I desire to do good. This is why I have chosen to, to be in Christ. This is why I'm here. You know, sometimes people are just so, so scared of doing good that they, you will think that they are, they are afraid that, you know, um, somebody will, will harm them. Or, or, or something something of that sort. He says, even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Rather be ready to suffer for doing what is good. That is what Jesus has done. That is what Christ has done for us. Rather be ready yourself to suffer for what is right. Do not fear their threats, he says, do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere, revere Christ as Lord. In your hearts, you must revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Always be ready to give an answer, to give a reason for the hope that you have. Be ready to do so. It says here, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. For it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. It is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And it says, this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of death from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. It says, it saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities and powers in submission to him. Hallelujah. That is what I believe is important for you to do when you hear 
that you need to be baptized in water. The Bible says it saves you through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that is important for you to do if you have not done so. And that is something that I believe we are going to arrange so that everyone who may not have gone through that will be afforded that opportunity. You need to always have such confident reassurance in Him alone. I always say that it is Christ and Christ alone. Have such a reassurance that your, your hope is anchored in Him. You are, you, are, you are at the right place where you are. What you have is something that is good enough for you to, to live by every day. Be able to make use of to be to be able to um, um, you know be a living testimony of his way John 11:25 Jesus Christ said to Martha after her brother's died that I am the resurrection and the life the one who believes in me will live even though they die. Whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And then he asked, do you believe this? There was a reason for it. Do you believe this? That he is the resurrection and the life. And the one who believes in him will live even though he die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Whoever lives by believing in me, he says, he will never die. That is what you need to always remind yourself of and get to understand what it means to you today. Isaiah 11.9 says, They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. They shall not hurt nor destroy in my holy mountain. For this earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the fullness of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. That is why we are here to spread the word. When you follow Christ, you ought to always be ready and be more than willing to go through such trials for doing good when you are when you have that conviction in your spirit that this is something that is his will this is something that god wants for me there is no way that you will fail it may sound hard it may sound as though nobody is on your side. It may, it may, it may be something that is um, that is um, that is difficult. That you may not be, you may not be 
willing to, to do your zang at the time. But when you know that you are doing it for the Lord, you want to just go ahead and do it anyway and be able to live happily ever after, rejoicing and celebrating what the Lord has done for you. Because he will always, there's always such great reward for your labor and the work that you are doing in the house of God. First Peter 2. I wanted to read you from verse 23. And let me just read you from 18 also. Be submissive to your master with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. That is an instruction. Even if you have a servant who is a master who is who is Laban, who wants to exchange your pay every time. The Bible says that you must be submissive to your master. There's wisdom in it. There is wisdom in it. And this this applies even in your in your daily life. In 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 doing the work that you're doing. You may feel as though these people are abusing you or they, they're punishing you or they want to just test your patience. The Bible says you must be submissive with all fear. You are respecting authority and not a man. You are observing the office and you, you are doing something that you know it is very spiritual. You don't want to sound like somebody who is disrespectful or disregarding their, their masters or the authority. So it is, it, is, it is wisdom. That is where your promotion is. For this is commendable, he says, if because of conscience, conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully, says it is commendable. It is commendable if because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if when you are bidden for your faults, you take it patiently? What credit is it? If when you are bidden for your faults, you take it patiently. That is what, what is happening even uh, you know, in prisons. The people who are there know that they deserve to be there. And before you know, they are enjoying being there. They do things that will lend them there. They seem to be happy being there because they know that they've committed a crime and that is their place. And they're somewhat happy being there. 
Some of them, even if they say that they rehabilitated, they come out as quickly as they come out, they go back in there. Because that has now become their lives and they use to living in in that in those conditions. So I've said this to say to you that you know if you look look at the second part of it, it says, but when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. You need to understand um, the um, the, 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 the difference and what this means uh, for you. For to this you were called because also Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Let us a good example that we as ourselves should follow in his steps. Then he says here, who committed no sin, nor was de deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, he did not revile in return, when he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, and by whose stripes you were healed. By his stripes you were healed. That is the power of his resurrection. Who himself, the Bible says, he bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin shall live unto righteousness. And by whose stripes you were healed. Where, as in the past tense, you were healed, then you are the healed of God today. You live in divine health. If you go back to Isaiah 53 from verse number 4, the Bible says that surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did estimate him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He says the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Be healed in your body. Receive healing in your body. Be made whole completely. Your faith has made you whole. You are the healed of God. From the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet, every cell, every joint, every bone, every function of your body is healed, restored, and renewed. Be fully restored 
in your body and be renewed in your spirit. Let there be such a revival in your spirit. Let there be such a rebirth. Let there be such a restoration of anything that you may have lost be fully restored to life. Be fully restored. Even all you have lost anything, God is saying to you today that I have not only restored what you may have lost, but I've also multiplied it. I've increased it a multiple fold. Multiple fold and increase of what you may have lost. It may have just been a seed that you had in your hand that you have sown to the ground. He says, this is an opportune time for it to come out, to spring, to spring out of the ground. That you need just to lift up your eyes and be able to see that the harvest is now here. There is such a great harvest, an unusual harvest, with a little that you may have had. God will breathe upon it. God will breathe upon it. It may just be an idea that has come to you by his spirit. It is only just a matter of time before it springs, it springs to land and it brings forth the results that you're looking forward to yourself. Receive that special grace for you to bring about the change that you desire to see in your land. You are perfect and complete. You shall lack nothing in this land. As he is, so are you in this world. As he is, so are you in this, in this world. God did not give you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power of love and of sound mind. You have a sound mind. You can make sound decisions. You can make sound decisions. You have the wisdom of God. The wisdom that the rulers of this age did not know. The wisdom that God has given you, that he has increased, that is the wisdom that you need to bring about the changes that you desire to see. May you continue to flourish in all that you, in all that you do. Continue flourishing in every area in your life. You continue to prosper in your finances. You continue prospering in your jobs. You continue prospering in your business. I see you advancing and I see you moving forward. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. You make such tremendous progress. By the anointing of the Spirit of God. He has anointed you to preach this gospel. Continue preaching and spreading the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever you find your Zion. Wherever you, you, you may find your Zion. You will hear my voice talking you up. When men are speaking you down. You shall hear my voice talking you up. God will direct you. He has already dispatched his angels. And these are the angels that will lead and guide you. That will direct your path. That will help you to be able to fulfill your calling in Christ Jesus. He has empowered you for greater works. You do great things. You do wonders. You do extraordinary things. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is a reason why he came. He said the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I've come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. You are full of life. You are full of life. You are flourishing. You are flourishing. You live in divine health. 
you continue to walk in accordance with his statutes and in accordance with his commandments. You continue to walk in the newness of life every single day. Every blessing, every earthly and every spiritual blessing is yours in abundance today. Whatever it is that you desire from him, he says it is already done for you. Look unto Jesus. He is the author and finisher of your faith. Keep your gaze on him. Focus on Christ and what he has attained for you already at the cross. Lift your voice unto him and just thank him for the work that he has accomplished for you at the cross. Just thank him. Just say thank you, Lord, for I live in divine hands every single day. Thank you for perfecting my life beyond perfection. Thank you, Father God, for the family that I have. Thank you for the job that I have. Thank you for the business that you have given me. Thank you for the ideas that are coming to me by your spirit. Thank you, Father God, for blessing me every single day. Thank you, for indeed I shall never be sick. I shall never be sick in my body. I live in divine hell. I live in divine hell. Continue to declare that you live in divine hell. Continue to speak healing into your life. Continue to speak such words of faith that will bring about the change you desire to see. Continue to call for things that do not exist as if they existed. As if they existed and begin to visualize and see your destiny from where you are. You receive that insight and foresight. Be able to receive that understanding. It is my prayer that God will give you such an understanding heart. A willing heart and a willing mind. That you always be willing and ready to suffer for the Lord. For it is indeed commendable. Thank you Father God for what you have accomplished for us at the cross this day. We are truly grateful of who you are. We are truly grateful, Father God, of all that you are doing in our lives today. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. He says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are divinely protected. Plains of wicked and unreasonable men, he, shall, he said they shall fall and stumble. They will not work against you. They are being reversed. In the mighty name of Jesus, that curse is being removed from your life today. In the mighty name of Jesus, chains of bondages are being broken down. That you are loose. You are now free. You are now free. You are now free from the law of sin and death. In the mighty name of Jesus, be free, be free, be free from oppression, be free from sin, be free from suffering, be, be free from slavery. In the mighty name of Jesus, ye are indeed free. Ye are indeed free. Continue to celebrate that you are now free. Continue to rejoice that you are now the leader and not the follower. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are the victor and not the victim. In the mighty name of Jesus, victory is your birthright. In the mighty name of Jesus, success is your birthright. Prosperity is your birthright. In the mighty name of Jesus, your future looks bright. Your victory is guaranteed in Christ Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, 
venture lord for indeed we comes against the winds of evil we come against the winds of destruction every thought that is contrary to your word it is being broken down in the mighty name of jesus the strongholds are coming down the strongholds are coming down in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for indeed you have given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy nothing shall by any means hurt us nothing shall by any means hurt us we are divinely protected in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord thank you holy spirit god we are truly grateful father god of all that you have done for us the seeds we have sown to the ground father god you give them life you breathe upon them as you have said to us that until a seed falls to the ground and dies it remains just a seed but if it dies it brings forth much fruit in the mighty name of jesus this is the time for us father god to continue to spread the gospel of our lord jesus christ until this earth is filled with the knowledge of the fullness of the glory of the lord as the waters cover the sea in the mighty name of jesus in this town god is known his name is great in this city in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for blessing us for you have blessed us to be a blessing we continue being a blessing to our generation we continue being a blessing to our nation we continue being a blessing to our families in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for you have indeed blessed us beyond measure you have blessed us to be a blessing in the mighty name of jesus thank you father god for out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living waters in the mighty name of jesus out of our own bellies shall flow rivers of living waters in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for your word that is indeed a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path in the mighty name of jesus our hearts are indeed flooded with land yes we are indeed enlightened we are now able to see that which you have desired for us in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord and thank you holy spirit thank you for blessing us thank you for honoring us thank you for magnifying us thank you for purifying our lives thank you for the progress that our brethren are making in the mighty name of jesus yes they are growing spiritually they are growing numerically they are growing financially and they are making such tremendous progress by the power of the holy ghost life is cancelled in their life poverty is cancelled in their lives their deaths are written over in the mighty name of jesus the writing of death against them has been cancelled in the mighty name of jesus thank you lord for they are prospering in all things in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ we pray amen and so shall it be Thank you.